0: I believe every person deserves kindness in their lives. I believe kindness has the power to change us from the inside out, to change the world beginning with you and me. And that's why I wanted to create a show called Self-Kindness, Self-Kindness with Pete. It's about figuring out how kindness towards ourselves can be our superpower, how kindness is more than just a reward at the end of the day. It's about... Living clear lives, focused lives, motivated by loving concern, rather than motivated by fear and anxiety. It's about how we make that change. How does self-kindness show up the moment we need it the most? You are so worthy of the kindness that's already in you. And each week, we'll be exploring how to do that with people who are leading this kindness awakening in their own lives. My name is Pete Sibley. And I'm so grateful you're here. Hello and welcome to Self-Kindness with Pete, this podcast that week by week will be exploring self-kindness. I feel like where the world is right now, you know, now more than ever, what is self-kindness? You know, if we get self-kindness right, I believe we get world kindness right. And, you know, that's why I feel like asking that question is, is being kind, self-kind, a big enough act of courage right now? And I believe it is. I believe self-kindness is the way to world kindness. And that's what I would like to explore starting today. So I wanted to start with, just a simple definition of what is self-kindness. A lot of times when I ask people that question, it comes back more along the lines of, oh, self-kindness falls into a category of something that sounds more like self-care. And so when I say, what's your definition of self-kindness? They might say exercising or eating right or Giving myself uh, time to do things I need, like yoga or or journaling, and all of these are very vital and essential to us having good well-being and and balance. And self-kindness, I feel like is just it's so much broader than that. So I want to start with a story, because as a songwriter, as a musician as a father, and just in my own family tradition, it feels like stories have always been one way that that we are able to to really get a, an idea across. So this story is a story of some children playing on a playground. Now, imagine, and if it's safe, you can go ahead and close your eyes if you're not driving or, or walking, and, and you can do so. But, but, you know, close your eyes and... Just see yourself witnessing two children at play. Now, these are young children, maybe five, maybe six, and they're having just a great time together playing. But one of them falls and skins their knee. And they're upset, and they begin to cry. And now notice how the other one, doesn't say anything but just walks over to that child with the skin knee and they just sit down next to the child with the skin knee maybe they reach their hand out and gently put it on their shoulder or on their on their arm and just for a moment witness that scene two children one with a skin knee crying and the other just sitting being of presence for their friend. For me, that begins to embody the quality of kindness. And when I'm with others, when I'm working with people and talking about self-kindness, when hearing that story, and then I ask them again, what is self-kindness? What is kindness in that context? This is what they report. They say, Kindness is loving concern. Kindness is connected empathy. Kindness is treating yourself as the beloved, sacred friend. Hmm. So imagine your day, your life, your world, if you lived with a self-kindness in that way. What would your world look like if you were living a self-kindness practice that would bring up loving concern inside of you, connected empathy, treating yourself like the beloved? How would that just, you know, for most of us, that would just radically change our lives if we treated ourselves that way? And, but what's the reality? So we'll get back to to that, that self-kindness, those beautiful words. Let's, let's dig and Let's just jump in. What's the reality in our lives? Well, it feels like the reality is we... Maybe we live a double standard. One standard is we have this extension of kindness out into the world, the person that we are, the person that we let the world see. And then, for most of us, this kind of seems like it's a universal theme, is the internal dialogue, the narration, the way we speak to ourselves, is much more critical, much more judgmental, and it's negative. And for some of us, it's downright cruel, nasty, and mean. And so what would it mean to incorporate some of this idea of self-kindness to that double standard that a lot of us live? Self-kindness, in my experience, becomes a practice that helps to meet all of that. The worry, the rabbit hole of anxiety, the micromanaging, the deferring to others, the negative self-talk. It becomes a practice where we interrupt that synapse that's firing over and over and over again in our brain. When I say self-kindness feels like it's it's too little at such a big moment in our world or maybe in our lives it's usually connecting to the part of us that's telling a narrative around self-kindness asking people about self-kindness it's like i hear you know that it's more of like a reward system that it's something that they might give themselves at the end of a hard day a glass of wine um that dark chocolate uh maybe run themselves a hot tub. Like they earned it. They earned that self-kindness. So when I have that conversation with people and when I have that conversation with myself, I usually then ask the question, so where could a practice of self-kindness benefit your life? A practice that I'm talking about that goes back to that child that comes and sits next to the skinny child. It doesn't try to change the situation. It doesn't try to overcome the situation by telling the child with the skin knee, oh, you're okay, you know, get up, you know, no pain, no gain. It just sits. It allows the space. And if you have ever been witness to that situation, whether even just in your mind, a skin knee and a child comes over and and just gives that pr- that presence, that loving concern, that connected empathy. Usually the child with the skin knee, what happens? Well, they begin to soften, the tears soften, and then it kind of goes down. And soon enough they're both up playing again. They're both laughing again. And the child with the skin knee, yeah, they can still feel that bump. They can feel that that pain, that hurt. So The analogy that I draw, it might be, you know, um, a little bit of a stretch, but the skin knee that I see as we get older are our thoughts. The skin knee are our emotions and reactions to those thoughts. So we might notice that we're feeling upset and then we notice that the thought we're having is somebody is disregarding me or somebody doesn't think I'm good enough or smart enough. And the emotions that come after that. So that's our skin knee. That's the situation. That's the moment. And so how could a self-kindness practice, a way of treating ourselves as if we're the beloved and sacred friend, show up in the moment that we skin our knee? So does that make sense? It's like we skin our knee figuratively, in life all the time. We get a piece of news. Skinny. Our child does something and skinny. Our partner, our spouse, says something. Skinny. So what I want for all of us is something that shows up in that moment when we need it most. Sometimes the analogy that I use is it's like a fire extinguisher or uh, an airbag and it's like you want it to show up in the moment that it happens boom right there right with it so how could self-kindness this maybe soft thing show up with such strength with such uh, quickness and such focus well in my experience there are lots of paths to a practice that awakens that that sense in us. Now, I use self-kindness because in my own journey, when I was let's say uh, <laughs> challenged with a lot of negative thinking, maybe even depression, people would always say to me, "You know, Pete, you just need to you just need to love yourself." And I would always say, "How?" It's like, Pete, you got to go easy on yourself. And I was always just inside. That would fire me up even more. I would, I would say, how? How do I do that? Or a situation would arise, and I noticed that my reaction was so much bigger than what the situation called for. Maybe it was something in my family, and I found myself storming out the door and driving away and just so livid. And I would go inside and just be like, what is going on here? You know, what thing is setting you off so much that you are this seemingly out of control? And so that's why I had to find out how. That's why I'm on this exploration. That's what this podcast is about, is about opening that up as a possibility How do we do this? How do we do it in the moment? How does it show up with the skin knee when the fire pops up and you need the fire extinguisher in that moment? For me, the how is self-inquiry, where I go in and I question my thoughts. For others, it might be meditation. For some, it's a ritualistic practice, ceremony. For some of you, it can be a deep immersion into something, whether it's creativity, art, um, spirituality, nature, lots of different ways. And we'll explore all that in this podcast. So what would self-kindness look like in your world? This type of courageous self-kindness. This type of self-kindness that shines a light in those dark places, that's willing to go in courageously and really see, hey, what's there? What's behind the curtain? You know, I experienced one time in this type of practice that my biggest fear was not of the dark, but it's like that beautiful Marianne Williamson quote where she talks about Our biggest fear is our light, how big we can get. And for me, that looked like I noticed that I was afraid of how big love could get in my life. So I think that's why a lot of us are still just dipping our toe in, getting into this idea of self-kindness. But how would your world change if you met yourself all day long, every day, with loving concern? How would your world be different if you opened yourself to a sense of connected empathy? If you treated yourself, even treating those negative thoughts, yes, those too, if you treated them as the beloved, how would your life change? And if you begin living that way, if you become a light that people can dip their candle into, then how would the world change around us? So is self-kindness really something small? Or is it a superpower that we all are walking around with and we just forget to realize that? That's who we are. That's where we can live from. That's the wonderful, wonderful opportunity in this moment right here is that that self-kindness is always ready inside of us. That's where I want to walk in this podcast To explore that with you, to explore that with others, to answer those questions uh, with conversation, with shared wisdom, to explore ways that others have done this. You know, why another podcast? What do we need another podcast for? I feel like I wouldn't have started this. I wouldn't be doing this right now if I didn't truly believe that self-kindness can literally changed the world. And it's within each one of us. So I invite you to explore with me. So thank you so much for taking the time to spend with me today. I know that, oh my goodness, you all are such beautiful people that you have so many places and so many people that want to be a part of your life. So the fact that you would take a moment to listen to this and sit with me just Wow, it just lights me up inside. And this is episode one. I've recorded uh, several other episodes already. I'm so excited to share this conversation. It's like, I, I could just feel how, how wow, I, I, I'm so excited to see where this goes. So if you like this, if you think it could be something that would inspire another person, I would love to ask a favor of of you. Two things. First of all, since this is brand new, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast and hop down and make a comment because we all know in this crazy world of podcasts, there's so much going on out there. If you subscribe to it and if you comment it, it'll make it available for somebody else who might need to hear it. And the other thing is share it with a friend. Share it with somebody who you think well, maybe I would like to have a self-kindness conversation with them. So let's use this podcast as a starting place, as a place to jump off from. You can also always find me at PeteSibley.com. I have wonderful self-kindness conversations going on all the time and offerings that I put up there. I'm really excited about this new program that's just about to come out. Six weeks of courageous self-kindness this is accountability it's a group where we're coming together to dig this stuff up to really you know we're not going to live like this anymore we're going to live in a place and from a place of self-kindness so i'm super excited about this program i'm so glad you're here loving concern for you loving connection i'll leave you with this song of ours See you next week. Nothing's holding us back from the top of the world. they tell us that we don't belong or we can't do this you got this
1: we got